Hey, this is Trevor Houston with the Who You Know Job Networking Show. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you need to be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got my leveling up partner, uh, Trevor Houston, actually out of the state of Texas. Um, he's a co-host on a show that I was on that just blew my mind how the camaraderie of the people there, how they really care about helping people level up their employment. The name of the show is the Who You Know Show. And make sure you check them out on YouTube. It's down in the show notes after, of course, you listen to the the show here. But uh, Trevor is a young buck, uh, but he's done so much in the little amount of time he's been on this earth. He's a God-fearing man. Um, we have so much in common. He just reminds me of me when I look back into my uh, late 20s, early 30s. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, Trevor Houston, from the Who You Know Show. Hey, time to shine today. Varsity Squad, it is Scott Ferguson. And today's employment search is more complex than ever. It's not always what you know, but more importantly, who you know can make all the difference in your search for employment. That's why I brought in my young buck, fantastic, and friend as well, Trevor Houston. Trevor helps job seekers get noticed create opportunities, and take control of the financial impact of job loss. As a LinkedIn networking expert, which that's a huge credential, he's an expert with LinkedIn, Trevor helps build a community of leaders by empowering job seekers to find their passion. His social media training, job search networking strategies, and outside-the-box approach, driven approach, produces results. He's also the co-host of the Who You Know networking show, and you got to watch that. It's a lot of fun. They have a lot of fun conversations. So, Trevor, if you can... Please come on. I'm going to have you introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today squad. But first, what is the emoji you use the most while you're texting? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, my name is Trevor Houston. Super excited to be with you guys today. Uh, the emoji I use the most. That's a great question. Uh, you know, the, the fear emoji, the one that's like a ghost, ghost. ghost face. I think I use that one the most. I love it. I love it. it, it it gets attention. It does. It does. <laughs> what, what, what's your favorite color, brother? My favorite color, blue. Why is that? You know, it's, uh, it's the color of, you know, calming, peaceful, and trust, gotcha. right? It's, it's just a very, very uh, calming color that, that uh, yeah, it, it says trust. You're pretty chill, man. You know, you're pretty chill. My guy here, Trevor, you know, he's over in the, the Texas state, baby. I love yeah, it. Go I love Texas. Actually, it's funny because me and my lady are looking at different uh, bed and breakfasts for sale to go over and buy one in the next five to six years to actually go live in Texas and run a B&B. That's been my whole dream, whole life. I put myself in a position to do that, and we're looking at possibly doing that. So I might be over there a little bit more than uh, than usual. Man, you I'll need to come keep... out to my. You need I to will. Come out to my city. Come to McKinney. Uh, they got downtown square McKinney. Uh, right. Voted one of the top places to live in the country, and mm. they've got these old historic homes. You could turn one into a bed and you breakfast. Be perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Trevor, let's get to like, because you're a relatively young, man. Man, may, may I ask your age? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. So you're young, Buck, and you look even younger. I, I thought you were going to say like 26, 27. So that's a great thing. You got a lot going for you there. 
So you're 33 years old. Like, give us the origins, man. Where'd you start? How did you um, give us the origins? Let's just start there with you, brother. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, born and raised in McKinney, Texas, and uh, started my professional career uh, in sales with Harley Davidson. And uh, so that was that was a lot of fun. I, I spent a couple years there. And uh, then 08, 09 happened, right? The, the market crashed and, and people stopped spending, you know, money on luxury items and, and uh, you know, people were losing their jobs and stuff like that. And so I actually ended up losing my job as well. I got, I got let go from Harley-Davidson and moved into the auto industry. Uh, and I spent six years in the auto industry and, and uh, was just crushing it there. Uh, I was one of their top producers and uh, one of the guys that, I followed that really kind of helped coach and mem- mentored me was, was Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that guy's just an amazing, he's, he kind of started off in the, in the auto industry. Sure did. And uh, so, yeah, I was a top producer there for, for six years, but uh, kind of noticed that corporate politics kind of held me down and I was outgrowing my environment and so I decided to take a leap of faith, which was pretty interesting because, you know, whenever you're at the top of your game to leave, uh, that takes a lot of faith to go try anything new. And so, uh, but again, the politics was kind of holding me back. So I decided to take a leap and got into financial services. Okay. And uh, I've been doing that for now. Um, I'm in my sixth year of financial services and uh, have grown a really, really successful practice uh, there. And, uh, so yeah, that's a little bit about my background. So you're, you're 27 or maybe even 26 when you started the financial services career. Yep. That's about How right. did you get people to take you seriously? Because listen, the reason why I asked that is I started my real estate career at 25 in 1997 as a realtor. And a lot of people, you know, I'm handling arguably their biggest investment they've made to date and maybe they'll ever make with their house. You know, people would always ask me, man, like how long you've been doing this? And a mentor told right. me, I would always say, you know, feels like a lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, how did you handle that exact objection when you got into the financial services? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to tell you what, my first year was a struggle. It was a little bit of a challenge, uh, which I think anybody's first year or, or you know, few uh, years in, in creating their own business is, is a challenge. But Especially if you're um, hunting. You have to oh, hunt. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm totally. saying? <laughs> yeah, totally. That, I, I'm glad you brought that up. That was night and day for me from the auto industry to yeah. financial services because in the auto industry, you know, we had advertisement, we had leads, we had things coming in the door and all I had to do was really close it. Right. Sure. So in, in financial services, nothing was coming to me. I had to go, like you said, I got to go hunt it. Right. Yeah. I've got to go be the marketing department and bring people in. And so, um, you know, I, it was a challenge. Um, people did look at me because of my age and kind of like, well, what, you know, what's this young buck going to teach me about money and finance and things like that. Um, one of the things that I could say that that helped me in that perception was uh, creating a team, right? I, I have a whole team of advisors that work with me uh, in my practice, and I partnered up with this uh, uh, my business partner, Mark Elder, and you know he's a little bit older; he's in his in his forties. Okay, and so they had a little bit more respect for him. Right. So what I did was I was like, okay, it was more of a line, what we call in the car business, line and close which would be like, I'm the marketing department. I'm the one that's going to be 
uh, getting people in the door. And, you know, then I would get him in front of Mark. Now, I was still the closer, though. I, I would always be able to, to kind of close the deals. Um, but, uh, but, but they were, I guess they had a little bit more respect for him in his, uh, the perception of his knowledge base because sure. uh, he was a little older. Right, right. So then to get to where you're at, you have to live networking, live, eat, and breathe yeah. networking. I mean, you, we can agree with that, correct? 100%. So what do you think makes a great networker? You know, adding value um, that has absolutely nothing to do with your business, okay? That was <laughs> another big piece of my uh, success was when I started helping, you know, my audience of job seekers, and that's primarily who I serve in the community is job seekers. And, you know, I started, I started helping them. And originally I got introduced to this group called Frisco Connect. Uh, and in this group, you know, there's hundreds of job seekers in there and, mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't just go in there and be like, Hey, uh, if anybody needs to roll over their old 401k, come, come holler at us. You know? <laughs> Right. I mean, think about that. Right. That, that's not going to go over too well. Right. Right. Um, the perception of that is just like a, a, a shark circling the waters. Right. And um, so we were like, OK, we have to overcome this perception. Uh, so let's go in here and let's add value. Let's give back. Let's actually figure out how to help these people. Sure. Um, their challenges, their struggles. We, we sit down with them and we did this. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how many how many interviews we'd sit down and just talk with them and figure out what their challenges were. And uh, what we found out was it's the networking. So every time someone would land a job, they would, they would uh, tell their story. They'd, mm -hmm. they'd bring donuts and they'd raise their hand and they'd get up and tell their story about how it, how it happened and, and how they landed. And nine times out of 10, it was networking. And I was <laughs> like, wow. Okay. So it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? Absolutely. And, and so I'm like, okay, but a lot of these people were really, really, really struggling with networking, right? Like bad. They were struggling with it because that wasn't their field of expertise. They didn't have to network in their IT career or sure. their, you know, they were behind a cubicle somewhere. Right. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And now they're in the job search and everybody's telling them, well, you need to network, but no right. one told them how or what to do or best practices or strategies. Exactly. Right. They just hear you need to network. Right. Right. And then they're like, and much of them are like introverts, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that. So if, if I'm out at a networking event and I'm pressing flesh, of course, with a mask on here in Palm Beach County, so don't get me in trouble. It's a $250 <laughs> fine now on that. Anyways, if I'm uh, out at a networking event and I'm pressing flesh, meeting people, and I'm, and I'm using the old adage, you know, one mouth and two ears for a reason, I'm shutting up and I'm listening. So if I'm talking to somebody who, what could they be saying um, that would make them a great prospect referral introduction to Trevor Houston? Oh, so if you're out and you're networking with somebody, for me, it's just about like, you know, if they're seeking employment, right? right. If they're looking for, for employment or if they can help people who are, seeking employment, right? If they're a recruiter, a hiring manager, a career coach, um, or somebody like yourself, who's like an, an entrepreneur that, that, that is thinking about how do I elevate people's mindset? 
Okay. That's a huge part of what I do is like, I want to elevate these people because they just hit rock bottom, man. Sure. A lot of these people are broken. They're, they're, they went from the top, they, they climbed that corporate ladder and every rung that they went up the ladder, they got more expensive. Sure. And, and then these companies they are having these corporate layoffs and they're cutting off the top uh, because of profit and loss and, you know, all that. So anyway, it's all about money. Right. Anyway, so they hit the bottom and they're, they're like, they're depressed. They got anxiety, fear. And so a big mission of mine is to help to lift these people up. And so if you're, if you're someone out there, that's like, you know, helping people with mindset that, that overcoming that nothing can stop me. I can do this. I got this type of attitude. I need you. I need you on the show. I need you to be able to talk to my audience to help lift them up and encourage them. That's right. Um, you know what I mean? And and also if there's people out there that are thinking about maybe changing and, and starting up their own business, right? Okay. I'm a huge advocate for that because right. you know, I left that, that auto industry and went and created my own business. And, you know, I, I think that people get stuck in corporate America and I got to tell you, corporate America is broken. Sure. I mean, it really is. It's broken. It is. Absolutely. So I think create your own destiny. And a lot of people are afraid to do that. So if you can help people to get over that fear and to create their own destiny, now it's not meant for everybody, but sure. So, man, I'll tell you what, it, there's nothing like it. Beautiful. So if you're, you're bringing in a new client or maybe you're just in a discovery period to bring them in, what is your secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, to help them find their blind spot? So are we, are we talking about as far as... Um, Someone that wants to job. level up. They want to level up. They want to level up in their career. They want to find new opportunities either or, 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 or financial or because if you're leveling up your career, what I found is the same as going out. It, it, a lot of people that, that are friends of mine and colleagues that are high up on the ladder. Cause you know, I'm pushing 50 years old. A lot of my, my, my people are up there, you know, so they're almost yeah. the, the, the good ones treat themselves like they're their own commodity in a sense within their corporate structure. Meaning this is, Scott Ferguson, Inc., and I'm working my way up. So if you're bringing, whether it's somebody that's working their way up the ladder or somebody that's coming in and wants to level up and start their new enterprise, if you will, what is your secret sauce when you start working with them? You know, I think for me, I like technology, okay? I like things that save time. And time management is probably one of the most important skills someone can learn just in life, but if you're doing your own business, even in your job search, it doesn't matter. Like time management for me. And so by, you know, you leveraging technology um, to save you time to be in multiple places at once. You know, everybody wishes right. that we could be in multiple places at once. Well, technology, yeah, you can actually. Yeah. Through the power of video, through the power of, of uh, you know, technology like we're on right now, like this Zoom. You know, th there's stuff out there. And it's funny because now that... Uh, with COVID, uh, everybody's kind of waking up to this. I, I've been preaching this stuff forever. You see right? here, brother. Yeah. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, well, now everybody's on Zoom and, yeah. and using technology and video. But um, yeah, I, I'd say visibility is key. People need to know you exist. Uh, if no one knows you exist, well, then you don't exist. Right. I mean, you're not really relevant. Sure. So if nobody knows you, then... Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. And we live in a world where it's it's actually easy, fairly easy to be mm -hmm. noticed, 
to right. get your word out, to get your name out there, to get to get um, you know cre- to build credibility and value uh, because of social media, because of cell phones and things right. like that. It's, it's too easy now. It is. It is. And then once people get over that fear and they realize how easy it is to actually work, it's like I have clients and I'm like, let's just do a Zoom and look at different properties. You know, my day job being a real estate agent. And they're like, oh man, I don't know. Once they're doing it, they're like, oh, let's do another Zoom. They're like, boom, boom, boom. It's just getting them past that hurdle that, oh, this actually can work, right? I mean, it's yeah. some people are just stuck in that archaic age. So if we were to get into our DeLorean with Marty McFly and Back to the Future, <laughs> And you were to go back to, because you're still a relatively young man, but if you were to go back to the 18-year-old, Trevor, with the knowledge, you've you've developed so much knowledge in these, you know, 15 years. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on that Trevor, the 18-year-old Trevor, that help him level up, maybe shorten his learning curve a little bit? Man, think bigger. Uh, Think bigger. I mean, I was thinking small. I wanted to be the... uh, I wanted to to own that dealership or be the general manager of that dealership. How small is that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I I look at that now like that's small. Right. Um, but yeah, I would I would have told you know eighteen uh, year old Trevor to think bigger, dream bigger, because visualization I think is important too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can dream it, if you can see it, if you can write it down, if you can have a picture, um, I, that's why vision boards are, are important. A lot of people create vision boards, but when you see something right? What, what happens is you will start to take the, the necessary steps to get there, right? Absolutely. And so you subconsciously do it too. You don't consciously do it. Next thing you know, you're doing something. You're like, wait a minute. Because like you said, you're visualizing it. Your subconscious 100%. doesn't discriminate. It just takes what it's given. That's why my mentor used to say, lie to yourself all the time. Just be like, I'm a millionaire. You know, tell yourself, listen, man, I close, you know, 2 million a month, you know, and then all of a sudden the subconscious mind says, well, if he says it's true, the gatekeeper, then I've got to start doing the things to make it happen. Next thing you know, the $2 million comes in, you're like, you know, in volume, you're like, oh, wow. You know, so what you just said is visualization, think bigger. That's fantastic. I would tell my, my 22-year-old self that exact same thing. And luckily, I was handed the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, you know, back when I was 25. And that, that really shaped the different ways. Um, and I also have a vision board right here. If I had a camera, I could turn, I could kind of show it to you. I, I've That's had awesome. one since 1999, man. But so I, I had a, I had a Chevelle, uh, on my, on my desktop. What year? Chevelle. Okay. Yeah. I had it on my, and that's the car I was going to have, man. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. My priorities changed and I, you know, bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, uh, your house is nice though. You know, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I got a nice crib. <laughs> Love it. So what is the B-I-G then, the big thing Trevor wants to accomplish in his life? And I tell you what, right now I'm in the process of creating an online course, um, writing a book. Um, I, I'm developing an app, um, you know, all designed to help uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, job seekers. I really, I'm going to tell you the training model. I, I see myself being like a Grant Cardone or a... Um, you know, a Tony Robbins, where, where people are taking uh, my training and, and I, I have live conferences where I'm lifting people up, inspiring them, you know, just have broken people walking in the door and like people, you know, on a, on a rocket ship leaving on the Love outside it. of it. And uh, yeah, man, that, that's what that's what really gets me going. And beyond that, I'm not really sure. Who knows? But right. um, 
that, you're going to figure out a lot of things picture. between now and then. That's a, that's awesome that you're thinking that big, Trevor. Fantastic. So when you start bringing people into your, let's see, how did I ask this? Into your company to help level them up. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Mm. Uh, that's a really good question. A question that they would ask me but never do. Um, man, I'm not sure if I got a. I'm not sure I have a really good answer for that one. Yeah, I'm trying I, to think. No, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a good I question. I want people that I coach. You know, I coach one on one, and I have a group coaching. That, you know, and when I bring people in, one, I have them fill out a questionnaire that is that takes them about 15 minutes to fill out. So I know they're serious. They get it done. And then when I, you know, I'll ask them and at, at the end, if they don't ask me a question that simulates me, you know, I ask them if they want to know about any of my fails. You know, I want to know that I, like if you were my coach, Trevor, I'd be like, tell me about a fail, man. Tell me about that Harley Davidson. Why'd you fail? Why did you get cut? Harley Davidson didn't close, bro. Why did right. you, why did you leave? See, I would ask something like that. And that's what I want people to ask of me. And a lot of people are just afraid to pull that trigger. You know what I'm that's saying? A great and, question. You know, so great question. But it, again, I mean, you're, you're on a rocket ship, man. You're, that's, you're well, that's, like, that's like a question that, that, that people would ask in a job interview, right? right. I mean, your, your interviewer is going to ask you, Hey, tell me about a time when you failed and, and you know, what did you do about it? Or, right. or how did you overcome that? Or right. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. If someone's great paying question. me 1500 a month to level up their mindset, I want them to, I, if not, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to tell you about a fail. And this is how I handled it. And I failed forward and I moved forward. So, you know, I, I use a lot of, you know, sports analogies. So it's like, you know, if you're running with a ball, football, you know, American football for all my people over the UK, you know, <laughs> if I'm running with football. If I get tackled, I fall forward. I fail forward. You know, I'm always, you know, pushing forward. So Trevor, Leading into that, how do you want, okay, we talk about the dash here at Time to Shine today a lot. And how do you want your dash remembered, that that little line in between your life date and your expiration date? Mm. So how do you want that remembered? Maybe a legacy statement or epitaph. How do you want that remembered? Hopefully it's a long time down the road, God willing, right? But, you know, how do you want it to be remembered? Yeah, I hope that uh, people remember me just by, you know, adding value into their life that, that, um, I helped transform people. All right. That that's my mission is to help transform people to, to who they're called to be. Right. You know, we are, we're all given gifts and talents and, uh, people just play small. They don't, they don't live up to them. Right. right. And I, I hope that by the, by the time I'm not here anymore, that people can say, man, that guy, helped me be who I was supposed to be the whole time. Love it. You know, that was the guy that helped transform me to, to who I was called to be. And, and uh, cause I've had a lot of people in my life that have spoken to my life that have helped coach and mentor and lift sure. me up to be who I am right now. So, Love it. so Trevor, what's three things you can't live without? Three things. It can well, be person, place, or thing. Three nouns. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, God. Love it. My faith. Right. Um, can't live without God. Oh, you know, I like, um, I like face to face. I can't, you know, right now this, this COVID thing's kind of been, been a little bit of a challenge for me. You like community. 
Well, I like you, community, yeah, man, right, and right. it has been able to help me um, grow. Actually, we've, yeah. we've been growing through this process, but Absolutely I still do miss. I miss the face to face. Love it. Um, I, I can't. I can't go without that too long, man. I'm, right. I can't. I can't wait for uh, all this to, to blow over. Absolutely. So I can go and, and hug on people, man. I love hugging on people. Love it. Uh, and you know, family, right? You love know, it. family. That's another thing that's super important too. Love it. You know, Casey Hasten asked me, you know, three things you take to Mars. You know, if you're first colony, I was like, you know, I'll have, you know, my 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 lady Susan, my dog Stitch, and chicken wings. <laughs> I'm a chicken wing snob, man. Go. So if I come to Texas, you got to get me in in touch with some good chicken wings there, man. All right, good I can stuff. do that. I can do that. <laughs> so, Trevor, what's your definition of a life well lived? A life well lived. Well, you know, I think that it's um, it's about it's about the pursuit of happiness, right? You have to really be aware of what makes you happy, and and it's not the same for everybody. Not everybody's just driven. Not everybody wants to shoot for the moon. I, and I don't understand that because that's not my mindset. Right. I don't get it. But I also know there's people out there that just want to be content. They just want to be happy. And we need those people too in this we world. Do. You know? We do. We totally do. Yeah. Love those people. I, I just feel, um, I think that people, again, they need to dream bigger. But Because uh, sure. there's a lot of people playing small that know yeah. they can do more. They know they can do more, but, um, you know, you're a man of faith, like, like myself. And, you know, I always like, I kind of start off with, with my clients and stuff is that, you know, the word, like, if you're not maxing out what you can and leveling up your life, it's, it's a sin to me because even in the Greek word, you know, the word sin, the origin of that word is missing the mark. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean, you know, you're a dirt bag or whatever. It just means you're missing the mark. And I just feel that if I'm not every day leveling up, you know, serving people that I am missing the mark, and, I love that. You know, that's that that's where I that's how I push the premise of time to shine today out of my to my clients, you know, to my listeners, because they know it's like I don't want to miss the mark. And you know, you are leveling up and pursuing happiness every day. And I see that with what you know, your professionalism, you know, how your your squad that you have there um at the you know job the who you know job networking show. So listen, we're going to move into our leveling up lightning round as we wind this interview down. You and I could talk 15, 20 minutes about everything here, okay? I need the first <laughs> answer comes to your head. They're easy. Okay. First answer comes to your head with no explanation. You ready, Trev? Uh, okay, cool. Here we go. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Okay, you, you kind of cut out there a little oh. bit. Sorry about that. No, you're good. good. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Man, this is lightning round and I'm, I'm bombing it. <laughs> You're fine. The best leveling up uh, advice I've ever received. Um, Brian Craig told me, hey man, you can always go back to the auto industry. <laughs> I love it. Share one of your personal habits to contribute to your success. Get up early. Love it, love it. Other than your own website, and of course, Time to Shine Today, you know, my shameless plug, what's another website you'd like to go to to level up? Um, another website I like to go to. Oh, 
LinkedIn. Love it. <laughs> That's a great website, brother. How, well, I kind of met you. I met Casey through LinkedIn and introduced me to you. Fantastic. What's your favorite Cardone book? Favorite Cardone book? I, I got to be honest. I haven't read any of the books, man. Okay. I'm not a big reader. Gotcha. I'm, not, I'm not a big reader. Yeah, you got to read Be Obsessed or Be Average. Because what, okay. we, what we've talked about today, that's one book that I've read and actually listened to. And I'll actually fall asleep to that book like until it's done. Like I'll, I'll re listen, read once a year, you know, where I just put it on, play it for 15 minutes on my Audible and I go to sleep. It's just, it's an amazing book. So what's yeah, your favorite? Do yeah, do it, brother. What's your favorite charity and or organization you like to support with your time and or money? Frisco Connect, uh, Stonebriar Community Church. Yeah, so that's the that's the church that I volunteer at uh, for it. the job networking group over there. Yep. So last question. It's a tough one, brother. Ready? What mm -hmm. is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 90s. All right. All right. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. All right. So how can we find you, Trevor? Man, come check me out on LinkedIn. Uh you know, that's probably the easiest way. Uh, that's where I'm most active, for sure, is LinkedIn. I've got all the other channels as well. But uh, if you want to check out, like, my old material and stuff like that, pre-recorded shows and, and content, you can go to our YouTube page, Who You Know Show. Uh, but if you if you go to our LinkedIn, you're going to get the the live. That, that's where the that's where it's really happening. Yeah, it is absolutely. And you know, I, all of these all of his links, everything that you can get in touch with Trevor is in the show notes. And reach out to me if you have if you want a personal introduction to Trevor. I'll make sure that that happens. I'd love to introduce Trevor to everybody. He's always adding value that has nothing to do with your business. So, I mean, if you if you need a plumber, I'm sure Trevor's going to be able to find the right plumber for you. That's how much he cares about you. He's a 100% go-giver. He's always helping people to seek and level up their employment. You know, so if you're a headhunter or you're somebody that's a job recruiter, reach out to Trevor because he's going to put you in touch with the right people or he might be able to help you himself. He's always thinking big. He visualizes. He's got his vision board. Things come to fruition because of what the vision board is. He taps into his subconscious mind, and all of a sudden he, he creates things, and not only for himself, but for other people. He's going to leave a legacy. He's, he's 33 years old, people, and he's already leaving a legacy. He's living his legacy every day by adding value to people's lives, and he wants you to pursue happiness and be aware of your pursuit. And Trevor, brother, you are humble, yet you're hungry, you're driven, you're leveling up your health, you're leveling up your wealth. Now you're part of our Time to Shine Today varsity squad. You just earned your letter jacket, brother. Thanks man, for coming nice. on. nice. Love it, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.